This is the Digital Nomad Quest podcast with Sharon Sung, teaching people how to build passive income, become financially free, and design their best lives. Hey guys, it's Sharon Sung, and today we're going to go over how to boost your credit score in 30 days. A credit score is basically a summary of your credit history. It helps prove to lenders your ability to repay back the loan. So as an example, if Sally lends you $100 and you never pay her back, she's probably not going to want to lend you another $100 in the future. So if you have that kind of history where you never repay back your loans, your credit score is probably going to be low and lenders won't want to lend to you. And that's basically what's illustrated in this example. Now there are three major credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, and they analyze information about consumers to determine their credit worthiness. You'll get three scores, and most lenders will take the average of the middle score to give your rate. Now, it's important to have a good credit score because it will help determine whether you can get a mortgage, car loan, or student loan. And meanwhile, if you have bad credit, it'll be hard to get a credit card with a low interest rate, and it'll cost more to borrow money, or you might even be denied for loans. Now, credit scores range from 300, which is poor, to 850, which is excellent. Higher scores mean consistently good credit histories, meaning on-time payments, low credit utilization, and a long credit history. So here are the ranges. Excellent is 800 to 850. Very good is 740 to 799. Good is 670 to 739. Fair is 580 to 669. And poor is 300 to 579. Those with lower scores means borrowers are riskier because of late payments or high credit utilization. Now, what makes up a good credit score? Let's go over the components now. So the first component is payment history which makes up 35% of your score. This is how consistently you're making your payments on time. Next is amounts you owe, which is around 30%. Having a high credit card balance will negatively impact your credit score because of the utilization ratio. Now, what is this credit utilization ratio? Well, this number is determined by dividing your total credit that you're using by the maximum that you're allowed to take. So utilization ratio above 30% is seen as a negative to creditors. So as an example, if you were allowed to use $10,000 on your credit card, and you have $3,000 on it, your credit utilization rate is at 30%. Now next is the length of your credit history, which makes up 15%. This is the period of time you've had credit accounts open in your name. So if you're using a credit card responsibly and had it open for a long time, it makes sense to continue using this card. And this is why some people recommend adding their kids to a card because it helps them build their credit history by the time they're 18. Next is new credit you apply for, which is around 10%. So whenever you apply for credit, it can negatively affect your score. Each inquiry can stay on your report up to two years, but affects most people's score by less than five points. And lastly, types of credit you use makes up 10%. It's not required to have a ton of different types of credit to build a good score, but your score can increase if you responsibly use different types of credit. As an example, different credit cards, mortgages, etc. Now don't deliberately open lines of credit just to try and boost your score. So now we talked about the different components of a credit score and what it is. Let's actually break down the ways to boost your score. So the first tip is to start building your credit history. So if you're new to building your credit score, you can build your credit history by getting a line of credit, but only do this if you can be responsible with it. You can start getting credit cards from a main bank like Chase to build your score, but multiple credit card inquiries can hurt your credit score. So make sure to not apply to more than two credit cards at once. So what you wanna do is treat it like it's a debit card, meaning you always have the money to pay it off and you always pay it off on time and in full. The next tip is to get your credit report. So if you're not 
not new to building your credit history, it is important to run your credit report to see what might be pulling your credit score down. A credit report summarizes your financial situation and contains information on your credit accounts like payment history and account balance. You can pull a free one year lead through annualcreditreport.com and if you are signed up with Smart Credit, they also have their Smart Credit Report. It can be hard to read credit reports, so their Smart Credit Reports do let you understand it a lot easier. Smart Credit also offers the three bureau reports monthly, which is included in the membership. And if you were to get those three bureau reports alone by itself elsewhere, it would cost more than what Smart Credit costs without all the credit tools and features. It's good to check both your FICO and Vantage score credit scores for higher accuracy of your credit reports. The lenders generally do prefer FICO as it's used in over 90% of US lending decisions. Now, once you receive the report, consider looking for negative remarks, including unpaid debts, late and missed payments, because late payments can impact you for seven years, possible accounts in collections. And what that actually means is generally when you're late on a payment for 150 days or more, the creditor might write it off as a total loss and sell this debt that's past due for a lot less to a third party collections agency. Also look for maxed out amounts on your credit report, liens, foreclosures, and bankruptcies. This is all important so you can help get a better understanding of your credit position. Now the next thing you wanna do is check for errors. So now that you have your credit report, you need to check for other errors. And according to this article, a third of Americans found errors on their credit reports. 29% found personal information errors and 11% found account information errors. So that's why you wanna look out for wrong personal information like misspelled names, wrong addresses. You also wanna look for incorrect status or delinquencies, incorrect dates, on-time payments that are not showing, which is a big one, accounts that do not belong to you, incorrect bankruptcies or foreclosures, and duplicate accounts. Now, if you do find errors in your credit report, you should correct those mistakes by contacting the credit bureau and the business that reported the inaccurate information. You can explain it in writing. On this website, you have information here of where to send the letters, or you can also call them or dispute it online. And the credit bureaus have 30 days to investigate the dispute, so don't expect an immediate response. They'll notify you in writing with an updated copy of your credit report. This is separate from your free annual credit report. And upon your request, the bureau may also inform companies who received your wrong credit report in the past six months and let them know about these corrections. All right, now let's keep going with the tips. So tip number four, you wanna pay bills and late payments on time. This is the most important thing you can do to increase your credit score. Cause like mentioned, your payment history counts for 35% of your score. Your ability to keep up with credit card payments lets lenders know that you are able to take out and repay back that loan. And this covers everything from your utilities to medical bills. It's not just your credit cards. If you miss a payment by 30 days or more, usually after 30 days, your late payments will show on your credit report. And like mentioned, after 150 days, it's gonna be sent to collections. So that's really bad. The later it gets, the worse it impacts your credit score. Don't just think just cause it's late, there's no need to do anything anymore. You have to pay that late payment ASAP and you should call the creditor immediately. You can try to negotiate for the removal of the late payment and maybe work out a payment plan because most companies would rather get something than nothing and would rather negotiate. If you've already paid off your debt, see if they can remove your failure to pay from your record as a courtesy, but they're not obligated to do this. Now as a bonus, you should set up automatic payments. An automatic payment is basically a recurring payment for your bills. If you're worried about being organized with it, this is how you would do it. You just keep it on auto pay, but you gotta make sure you only spend what you actually have. But auto pay is so convenient because that way I don't have to think about the bills and everything like that. I just make sure I'm spending what I actually have and I'm organized with it. Number five, don't close old credit card accounts. So keeping an old credit card is actually important to help you with your credit history and utilization ratio. Depending on the age of the 
the card, closing it down can hurt your score. So we recommend associating the card with an automatic utility payment so that it doesn't get closed for inactivity. And then be sure to monitor the card so that it gets paid off in full each month. Tip number six, add to your credit mix. This is 10% of your FICO score. So what do I mean by credit mix? This is the variety of loans in your file. So having a mixture of loans can be a good sign that you can handle multiple types of loans. This tip is honestly often overlooked by people. But when adding to your credit mix, remember the word balance because this plays an important role in your financial life. It's not a requirement, so don't just add to your credit mix just to do it, but having an additional credit account in good standing may help especially if it is a type you don't already have, like auto loans, mortgages, student loans, and other types. Tip number seven is to ask for a credit limit increase. So since your utilization ratio is a large contributor to having a good credit score, you wanna try to minimize it by increasing your credit limits. So you can call your credit card providers and ask about a credit increase, but you don't wanna just start spending a bunch more when you do that. You gotta keep your spending the same so that the ratio goes lower. If you've been good about paying off your bills on time, you should be able to get this increase without another hard credit inquiry. So as an example, if you had a credit limit of $10,000 and spent $3,000 of it, then the utilization ratio is 30%. But if you can increase the limit to 20,000, the ratio is now at 15%. According to bankrate.com, most credit experts advise keeping your credit utilization below 30%, especially if you want to maintain a good credit score. This means if you have $10,000 in available credit, your outstanding balances should never exceed $3,000. And even better, you should normally go no more than 10% of the utilization rate. So if you have cards that give you $40,000 a month limit across all of them, you should try to spend no more than $4,000 a month. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed these tips on how to boost your credit score. There are many different ways to do it. And a good credit score really helps you out in the future because you're able to get loans at better rates and you won't be denied. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps our podcast grow. And thanks again. I'll see you guys in the next one.